There's a hymn that Christians have sung on Pentecost for about 1,300 years, and it describes the Holy Spirit this way. In our labor, rest, most sweet, grateful coolness in the heat. If a week ago or two weeks ago, you drove down Canada Street in Lake George, you would see them, those patio heaters with the cylindrical base, they have a tall metal stem and then this kind of lamp at the top. They keep you warm if you're outside waiting to go into a restaurant. But now that it's been 80 degrees six days in a row, you probably will not see them as much. In November, I celebrated the first wedding uh, locally that I celebrated after uh, the COVID shutdown. And the wedding didn't happen at the parish where I was stationed, it was at another parish. So I went to that wedding, I celebrated it on a Saturday afternoon. Then I went back to my parish and I heard confessions. And then following those confessions, I went to the reception. And it was late October, early November, and because of capacity restrictions, uh, the venue had to have the reception outside. So we were all sitting outside at 7 o'clock at night, late October, early November, and it was a little bit chilly. We did not, at that point, have the luxury of New York State's six feet by six feet dancing zones, and so uh, we did not have that option to warm ourselves up. And so the venue rolled out these patio heaters, and over the course of the evening, as people finished up their dinner, people kind of gravitated over toward them. Some people were very classy about it. They would stand up maybe with one person they were having a conversation with and uh, stay kind of in the vicinity of one of these patio heaters. But I was sitting with the bride's younger siblings, and they were cold, and so they went and stood with their faces and their hands on the patio heaters, like this. That seemed like a pretty good strategy, so I did that too. And then every couple of minutes you switch out and you make room for somebody on one of the sides of the patio heater. You know, it's natural. It's human that we do this. That when it is cold, we heat ourselves. It was revolutionary when some human being at some point discovered fire. And it's interesting that we use that word, discover. It was there already and we found it. It's natural that we build fireplaces. We want them in the winter. It's natural that we build patio heaters to heat ourselves as efficiently and as effectively as possible because we do not want to be cold. And you know, we live in a world that styles itself, that pretends that it's full of heat. You know, people are so red hot with argument. People can be fiery with their passions. I don't know if you found this. What I found is that if you scratch the surface just a little bit, People today are very cold. We live in a time when materially we are better cared for than the human race has ever been. We live in the wealthiest country in the world. We are more comfortable than anybody has ever been. And we are more anxious and more depressed 
and more miserable than the human race has ever been. We've gotten everything we have ever wanted, and it has not been enough. And in the midst of that cold, the Holy Spirit descends on the apostles and descends on us. What does the Acts of the Apostles tell us? It says this is what happened. There came from the sky a noise like a strong driving wind, and it filled the entire house in which the the apostles were. And there appeared to them tongues of fire which parted and came to rest on them. The Holy Spirit is working in the church, desires to work renewal in you, in your life, in your heart, now, today. Not just in the past, not in memories you might have, not in some far or future in some time when things get better than they are now. The Holy Spirit wants to work for you now. He wants to fill us with that flame. And when people find somebody else with that flame in them, we're drawn to it, aren't we? Sometimes we keep ourselves at a distance. We see that flame and we wonder, what is that? And maybe we have a conversation with somebody else near us because if we have somebody else who's also kind of distant from the flame, we feel safe, we feel like we don't have to engage it too closely. But if we're honest with ourselves, what we want is to be pressed flat up against that flame, to have it warm every part of us and every part of our lives, not just the parts that we show to God that maybe we bring with us, but everything. God knows everything about us. We can't hide anything from him. And what he wants is not just to keep us near that flame, but to put that flame inside of us, inside of our hearts. And this is what the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit frees us from our despair. It frees us from discouragement. It frees us from the lies that we tell ourselves. And in our place, the Holy Spirit gives us a new life of encouragement and of real peace. The thing about patio heaters is that they are not the source of fire itself, but there's propane or natural gas or electricity, and the way that they're built gives them structure, gives them space, so that the fire can flourish and can rest there. This is what the Lord wants to do with us and in us. To clear out all of the things that are blocking God's love, blocking the truth that he wants to tell us about ourselves, so that there is space for his flame to rest and to remain and from our hearts to spread. The way Jesus wants to put his flame into us right now, this morning, is through the gift of the Eucharist. When the apostles were despairing and were afraid, when they had locked themselves away from everyone else, Jesus came and he stood in their midst. He breathed on them his Holy Spirit. And what did he do? He showed them his body. He showed them his hands 
and his side. And this is what he does for us when we receive the Eucharist. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle in us the fire of your divine love. Send forth your spirit and we shall be created and you will renew the face of the earth.